Hello, Internet, and welcome to the Friendship Snake Podcast. I'm your host, Wade Mariano, and I'm joined, as always, by... Trace Finicaro. And... That other person. That is a one, Gunner Kennedy. So, Gunner, um, we got a little bit of... There's been quite a bit of YouTube news over the past, uh, really, several weeks about like, this verification on... Un- un- Channels potentially getting unverified, um, and Lacey Green has kind of been caught in, in in the front and center of this. There's been a big story about her, and that's kind of what what you were going to talk about right now. So why don't you why don't you get us started? Paint the picture for us, Gunner. Tell us what's going on, and then Trace and I are going to chime in afterwards. So, um, you know, there. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out a politically correct way of phrasing. So Lacey Green is a, a a a YouTuber who has kind of gone back and forth. She's very big into um potentially inflammatory community <laughs> communities. You know, but so um the gist was is that she, you know, relatively big YouTuber, I mean not PewDiePie or anything like that, but so she had taken kind of a break from YouTube, uh, just doing doing life stuff, came back. Uh, YouTube proceeded to suspend her official verified channel for impersonating herself. And, um, you know, and again, a suspension is basically you don't you don't get any money from any ads that play on your videos. You can't upload new content, anything like that. Um, and what like in the process of doubling down you can say that like you know maybe it was a robot a mistake or something like that but uh she also actually uh, she actually actually verified that there are human beings uh at youtube's support channel because she talked to one and the human being told her that she was impersonating herself even when she provided actual like id and the picture of herself holding her id next to her face next to the video with the same whatever and um, you know, and it, it kind of is as, as, as a, as a, a, a side along thing here. Um, YouTube got a lot of flack recently because, um, they're in the process of revamping what's considered a official or verified channel. And they dumped a whole bunch. They, they, they were in the process of suspending a whole bunch of people's verifications and, since YouTube's kind of this black hole, um, nobody could. You know, every time you asked YouTube what the exact criteria was to be verified, they said that we will disclose that at a later date. Um, but yeah, it, it's this. You know, like so never. How, so go go ahead. How is this possible? <laughs> how is it possible that how literally can, I can like I literally? Thing, it's one thing for Lacey Green. Um, which I, I, I do wonder if, if she's getting more subscribers as a result of this. Um, although last time I checked her count was still like 1.2 million. Um, how can her account? I mean, if you think about the way that a computer algorithm would be written, how can her actual account be flagged? I can see if she was on hiatus and forgot her password, right. And decided to create like, um, you know, Lacey Green, I forgot my password account, and then that got flagged. Yep. But 
This was under her official YouTube channel. How can any algorithm accuse the official channel, right? And she, she still does have the official, um, the verified stamp on her YouTube well, channel. Last well, actually, time I checked, it, well, they, how they can did, that they, be flagged? They they did they did kind of uh, you know to to do an addendum. YouTube did kind of back down from this, but one of the things that she commented on was effectively after she finally talked to a human being and got her channel restored, they immediately directly communicated with her saying that they were taking her verification away. <laughs> so it's like oh god. So <clears throat> this is <clears throat> this I feel is a growing um, thing. This. It's, it's like they're not – because they say, oh, you know, this won't affect monetization and things like that. But this is essentially this what this was before YouTube kind of like backed way the fuck off. And I think they backed way the fuck off because I think their lawyers told them. And this is just an opinion of mine. It's not even a super educated opinion. It's just what it feels like to me, and I'll, I'll, I'll tell they're, you why. They're going to lose that. They're going to lose that that employment suit in the European Union most likely, and they're going to watch their fucking – So, yeah, so this – exactly. So – what the, YouTube essentially is doing is they are they have been systematically trying to clear their own content, their organic content creators out of the way to make way for like ABC's right. ESPN, like right. larger celebrities that will get a bigger draw well, to the platform. Well, is that it, Wade, or is it more the fact that they realize that this ruling is going to make them an employer and they want to make sure that they don't start with the entire world as their employees? Well, that's 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 why game, I think right? they tried. That's why I think they tried this, right? But they tried this, and then unfortunately for them, like the actual media outlets started talking about this, and it was a bad look. And I guarantee that someone told, someone informed them or gave them information like, "Hey, this looks really, really bad," especially with this lawsuit that we're kind of going through um, with that like labor union out in Europe. You may want to fucking hold so, off on doing anything like so this. So right do you? Now. So so Wade. So I, I I have a feeling there's something political going on here as well, and that's why I think this yeah. is such an interesting topic. I know our listeners have been listening to us talk about about YouTube week after week, but what 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 we've really been talking about is it's been building up to this idea that YouTube is getting so big that it's starting to operate like a cable company where they're concerned more about their bottom line and the customer satisfaction is going away. In this case, it's even stranger. It's almost like Walmart employing a warehouse where Walmart's trying to say, eh, well, they're really not our employees because we contract the warehouse. Meanwhile, the warehouses compete so so much with each other. The work conditions are terrible and it's a direct result of Walmart's negligence. I feel like in this case, YouTube is trying to get ahead of a problem. Maybe it's the employment problem. I hadn't considered that. Um, I actually thought it had more to do with Lacey Green's content, um, which is a little bit more conspiracy theorist, which is not usually where I go. But Lacey Green, from from what I have read, um, a lot of the articles that I've read are actually old because like Gunnar said, she went on hiatus. The articles that I read made it sound like she was a very strong feminist. And then Yeah, she's definitely some, she's definitely left leaning, no but doubt. No. At then some point she switched. Oh, really? And that's the part that I'm like, whoa, is YouTube trying to, is they trying to blacklist her from the platform that kind of got her popular because, because she doesn't completely <clears throat> agree with, with, with all of the, 
uh, corporate visions of of Google or of um, ABC or of YouTube. Um, that's where my mind's first started going. But what you guys are saying makes well. well I'm sorry. What Wade? The, the point that you made um, uh, makes so much more sense because. If you take the verification status away from all of these YouTubers, you need some excuse. Right. So her impersonating herself might have just been the only checkbox left for them to suspend her, for them to remove the uh, the verified badge so that when this ruling goes through, she's not considered an employee. Have you looked well, to see if she's still – if that badge is still gone? Um, let me see if I can get to her channel. YouTube, Lacey Green. Because last I knew YouTube had kind of like backed down from, uh, yeah, backed down is such a loaded term, but you know, like they had, they had, they had restored things to the previous status quo, i.e. she was a, she was She's still, she's verified. And she's verified. Yeah, she's, they, she's still she's verified. verified. Which, which makes me wonder if it's more to do if it's more political, if it's more like conspiracy theorist about her content changing, well, the, the only thing, the but, only people they want verified are, are are name brands at this point. I mean, like that's really what right, and that's and that's kind of what's happening. The the, the they want they want to retask the, the model. They want to retask it but but Gunner, but Gunner, she hasn't lost her verification. So no, 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 she's I, not I, an example of that argument. No, 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 no. And YouTube changed their their stance for the thing. But if you look at the original communication that they had sent out, because again, it wasn't immediate. Like they were losing, they were going to they were going to boot everyone that they had tagged in, in the start at the start of October. But what they're doing is that effectively, instead of being like, hey, you know, kind of like the Twitter chat mark, it's like, hey, this is I am I am genuinely this person. And if you see if you see my content on another channel, then most likely that it was not authorized. But yeah, is that what they're doing? Is that instead of being like a verif like a, a verification saying that this video is this is the original source of this video, YouTube wants to retask that so that all of their quote unquote verified channels are primary like primary value like ads. You know, it's like this isn't it isn't it's a marketing thing now. It's not like a it's not a. I mean, like I guess it's technically a marketing thing currently, anyways. <clears throat> but it, they the the point of verification is to see that basically you're a premier you're a premier channel on YouTube. You're, you're not, a trusted channel. You're not. You well, you're you're a value channel to YouTube, not to <laughs> not not like. So this is like where I where I see this down the road when I try to like extrapolate this and and push the data. It really what it what it looks like to me is YouTube kind of feels like they're in a unique position to become the transition from television. So they need to make their platform safe for these stations to come on and to be able to essentially guarantee that our shit isn't going to be streamed and pirated by just some randos on your channel. They want they want I feel they want it to make more comfortable make it more comfortable for for celebrities and larger larger stations. Large I and mean, big corporations and companies to to be on the channel, and that's who they're catering to. Now, the, the several problems I have with this is a YouTube, um, you would fucking not exist if it wasn't for your creators. Like, so how you're from an ethical standpoint, how you're how you're changing and you're pivoting 
is I, I feel very unethical and really unfair to the labor that got you here that, you know what I mean? That made you these billions and billions of dollars. Um, I, as far as a fix, honestly, the way that I don't, I don't even know if, how, how I could, how I see this going, because if this does happen like this and YouTube starts to change their model even more drastically, you would almost have to have a second YouTube. Like remember when MTV yeah. got so big and they couldn't do any more, like they did just stop showing music videos yeah. and everything was like a fucking reality show. Well, and then they had MTV two, mm-hmm. which was just supposed to be music videos. Right. It's almost like there needs to be like a YouTube to two. YouTube too. But, but wait, I think the important part about your statement is the word labor. I think that's the most important part about your statement, because if you are YouTube and you see this coming, right, where you are actually considered an employer, you <clears throat> need to prune before you actually embrace the status of employer. Oh, no, you have to so, completely get rid of so that. In some ways, in some ways, I see this and it's like, okay, you got a couple of people with 100,000 followers that have this verified badge. YouTube almost is, is taking a lazy route out saying, well, if we just take all of our verified accounts, that's our employees. And they're like, well, shit, we can't do that because we have people that are verified. They haven't posted a video in a year. We're not going to employ Lacey Green. She hasn't posted a video in a year. But I think what makes everyone drop their jaw is when these idiots at YouTube classify her as infringing on her own self. I mean, that's that sounds like it's being run by a two-year-old. Well, there's no doubt, like a lot of problems with YouTube and how they, they they've they've fumbled every and and. And we're talking about Google here. We're not talking, you know, it's not just, it's Google. They've fumbled essentially every transition, every change has been a bad one. They've not handled it very well. Like they can't, they can't, I don't think that they should be a, um, an employer. Like, I don't think that they should offer their fucking creators healthcare and all that Who shit. Does? Like, are they it, just self-employed? What's that? Uh, yeah. yeah the, you're a self, you're, you're, you're an artist. Yeah, absolutely. You're an artist. And if your art sells, then you'll get ad revenue and your your shit will be monetized. But what if somebody said the same thing about Uber drivers? Should they all be self-employed? Or do you, it, what, at some point do you say, no, you know what? It makes more sense because they spend all of their time using one app. Let's just make them an employee of that app. And I think that's what's happening here, Wade. I think this, this verification process really comes down to employment and what employment means is it means tons and tons and tons of tax money yeah well I guess, like you, you it really comes down to how much they owe in taxes well because this is actually you know and again this this gets into this whole yeah the the concept that large chunks of like quote unquote untraditional employment now is right. based around right. skirting skirting this stuff like the, the the effectively you get in this idea that you know kind of going more into this thing of the, the legal wrangling that they're trying to avoid if YouTube has certain terms of conduct that if you were to be paid by their platform that you have to conform then you know like then you are an employee, you are an employee. Yeah, I agree. yeah and it, I mean you, you used to, to be able to buy an employee you have to also your employer has to disclose transparently the terms of your employment. 
Yeah. And that there, you used to be able to buy um, action figures called Tube Heroes, right? So YouTube actually started going down the path <clears throat> of saying that these these like video game streamers are so popular that we're going to sell merchandise with them as the action figure. And that's and that is a kick in the dick in my opinion because it's obvious if you if you're so if these people are so important that you would literally merchandise their fucking likeness right. then how can you do them like right. this? Like it's but, just but, but it's my not point right Wade, is that you know? is that is that that's going to be brought up in court when they're trying to say that they're not an employer. That's going yeah. to be brought up and they're going to say, wait a second. You're saying that there's no affiliation with these people as employees. However, you took their YouTube name and you sold action figures with it and put the word tube in the name. Right. You clearly, these people clearly are employees of you because your company is actually advertising with them. It's, and I mean, of course, the whole ad revenue thing, the whole monetization platform. I mean, that's arguable because, because YouTube could say that they really aren't affiliated with these content creators. But man, when you call them fucking tube heroes, what, what argument do you have? And by the way, my son owns these tube heroes. Like we still have them. You know, one of them is called Dan TDM, which is a verified gaming streamer. The character is named after the YouTube channel. So um, I, that would be my guess is that this this is really a way for them to start preparing to pay health insurance, to pay, uh, um, you know, in each, each country is going to have its own employment taxes that have to be paid. Um, and that way, these people actually go to, they become YouTube employees. What's well, here's a here's the problem. I guess it's gonna they're gonna have to set limits then, right? Like you're gonna have to have your channel has to earn a minimum of this many views, and it has to conform to this. It's gonna be very even interesting. More so, that that's how it's gonna go. Even yeah. more so, you shouldn't be subject to their terms if you're not an employee. You know what I mean? It would be like you know the content you're about to view has not been endorsed by YouTube Incorporated before every single video, because there's a lot of people who they don't agree with their view but they don't know how to take them off of their platform. You know, like Alex well, Jones, yeah, right. like Alex Jones. He's a great example. Although he's already yeah. been kicked off. <laughs> well, it's like, that's the thing. It's kind of, and now, okay. So how long before the FCC starts really kicking down the doors and telling YouTube what they can and can't fucking show, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's going to be an interesting one because any service that's consumed worldwide to have, to have a country try to police it is a strange, strange thing. China does it. China does. Yeah. But you can't use YouTube in China. So it's kind of not even a, it's YouTube in China is called, uh, it's called Baidu and it's also their search engine giant and that's all you can use there. They don't have, they don't have YouTube. You can't use YouTube there. At least not in mainland China. Hong Kong might be able to. For now. Yeah. I, uh, for yeah. For now. Yeah. For now. Right. That's, that's, it's in, well, I mean, here's the ultimate, the end of the story, essentially, well, there's definitely by no means the end of the saga, but the end of this story is YouTube sent out like this apology. It was like, we're very sorry for all the feelings we've hurt and, you know, the stress we've caused. 
It pretty much said we're not going to unverify any anybody's channel. What, what I read, Wade, was that they said, yeah, they're not unverifying them right now. They haven't done it yet, right. but they will, and you can appeal if you want to keep it. That's pretty much what their apology was. Their apology was pretty much, um, sorry, I'm not sorry. They're like, oh, we're sorry we hurt your feelings, but we're still going to take your fucking badge away. That's what I read. Um... Trying to, that I'm trying to find out that the lattice. Um, speaking of YouTube, <coughs> have you guys been getting completely bombarded with YouTube Premium? No, not at all. I haven't seen an ad for I, it. I mean, like, what about I, you? Know. I mean, like, I have I have YouTube Red. Um, I'm probably going to cancel it here shortly because I just really am tired of giving money to so Connor, fucking channel plugs. <laughs> So you don't get bombarded because you've actually paid for it. Yes. Now, Gunnar, what's what's the difference between YouTube Red, YouTube Music, and and um, and YouTube TV? Are they all rolling into one service? Are they separate still? In theory, they're all one service. Um, I kind of got grandfathered in. Oh, okay. But because it's it's like I I, I I my my I'm like nine ninety nine a month, and now it's like fifteen ninety nine for YouTube Premium. Oh gosh! Because oh like, wow, really? I can't I, like, I every single time, every single day, I get bugged about it. Oh well, yeah, and it's it's it it you know like, like the thing is every it, time I use the platform, it, it it it's, I mean for real, as dumb as it actually yeah, as dumb as it sounds, it was just one YouTube on YouTube on a phone is absolute dog duty unless you can like, like I don't even mind doing the ads to like do the you know at least no, I don't mind the creator but it's like the whole not being able to like have you uh, have something like a, a podcast or something play in the play in the background with right. something else on your phone is just immensely mm -hmm. frustrating it's even stranger too i don't know if there's any android users out there but the the newer versions of android actually allow youtube to run in the background as long as the video is still playing so what you can do is it's like if you like if you switch apps youtube becomes like a floating window on top of your phone yep but yeah. that feature only works for content that is that is not marked as um uh, like always on the screen. So like music videos won't do it, but certain, like, you know, s uh, qu quite a few other videos will do it. It's, it's strange, but, uh, but yeah, I find the experience to be completely every time I minimize, every time I switch apps, it asks me to switch to YouTube premium. <coughs> um, however, that said, I've heard pretty good things about their streaming service, like for the television service, we kind of a la carte. Sounds like your dogs love the streaming service. Yes, they're 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 big fans. <laughs> um, I so I have the t I have the tweet from uh, the from the uh, YouTube CEO uh, Susan Wojcik. I I'm Wojcik. I'm gonna fuck her name up. Apologies, Susan. I'm sorry for the frustration and hurt that we caused with our new approach to verification. While trying to make the improvements, we missed the mark. As I write this, we're working to address your concerns, and we'll have more updates soon. So you're absolutely right. There's no, there's nothing about there. How we're not gonna, they're gonna stop anything. Yeah, yeah they're kind of just like we fucked up. We did this the wrong way, but 
more to come. Yeah, I mean, at least they're prepare your butthole. They're responding. You know, at least they're apologizing. Right. Um, I apologize. <laughs> Inside joke. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, that was my really bad, um, attempt to make a segue to streaming television, but it didn't work. Um, oh, I'm sorry. That's okay. I wasn't, I wasn't. That's okay. Um, so there's been some speculation <laughs> that binge watching may be over. Um, I kind of don't agree with this, but Gunnar, you were making some really good points. Um, as well as the article that you linked made some really good points, um, and this is all kind of driven by the fact that Disney Plus is going to be more of a syndicated style TV show where episodes come out each week. So there we go. I changed there the topic. We go. <laughs> topic. Mission accomplished. We're really good at transitions here. So smooth. As opposed as opposed to a, a Disney Star Wars movie now. Um well, no, it, it, the the crux of this is like you know they're they're it, it's already kind of like the you know been talked about that there really isn't room for as many streaming services as they are getting started up right now, and you know the the Netflix maybe the Netflix model only really worked when Netflix and Amazon were the only major you know like I mean like you say Hulu but Hulu was always kind of like in its own weird effed up place because Hulu was primarily a way for the old school media to kind of keep its stuff under wraps you know like Hulu Hulu wasn't big on the original content Hulu was just this is a place that we can. This is a streaming service we can stick our our well our normal TV content on. Oh, by the way, even if you get Hulu, yeah, Hulu, Hulu, Hulu was plus, Hulu. you still get ads on it, which defeats the purpose of. Yeah, Hulu reminds me of Napster. Like it was like super super cool. It was one of the first streaming services to come out, and then they just got bought up by a huge corporation and went to shit. <laughs> and I know there's people out there with, with with Hulu that really enjoy it, but I was like on the fucking beta. I'm sure you were too, Gunner. I was on the beta when that first dropped, and I'm like, whoa, streaming television. And once they forced you down the route of paying but kept the commercials, I'm like, fuck whatever is happening here. And they who who owns them? Is that NBC that owns them? Actually, Disney owns them at this point. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> does that mean it's Bye, does that mean it's going away? <laughs> I'm not sure what the heck. Why the fuck would it. you do that? No, why would you do that? Because because I'm sure there's gonna be people who are Hulu subscribers that are also gonna want Disney Plus. Double those dollars. Oh, uh, you know, Comcast owns them too. Oh, that's scary. The largest cable provider in the United States owns Hulu. Did you see? But this no, is my you, point. Like, did, 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 just did, did, corporate America owning, yeah, like, like streaming. What What makes this even dumber is that Comcast and NBC are launching their own streaming service now called Peacock. What? Oh God. Oh. So CBS has their own platform. AT&T 
has their own platform with well, actually they have three platforms at the moment. They're in the process of consolidating down to this whatever HBO now or whatever they call it. Yeah, HBO Go and HBO Now. Yeah, yeah how the, how those services are still two separate services, I do not understand. Because well, one's just HBO. well, HBO Go, HBO Go is is yeah, it's for for people that have. Um, that that that's they're still subscribed to cable, but want to use that's their just a computer to stream shit. But that's well, just a know, login. But, that's but, just an accounting issue. So, Why would they have two apps for the no, exact no, no. So, same so, because, Well, because AT&T, AT&T is um, now that Time Warner owns HBO and all these other, or so AT&T owns all these other different media properties. They want to use HBO's brand name to kind of like market all of this stuff now because. AT&T is absolutely clueless as a media company. Like, what the frick? They're talking about they're talking about selling direct TV now. Like they spent oh. 75 billion they spent like a bajillion dollars buying direct TV and effectively mm-hmm. it's a write-off. You know, hmm. it, it, it's just it, it, it's Is that who um is that who What's the Isn't there a streaming service that uses them? Um oh, it's Comcast itself, right? No, 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 no. Is it Fios? Does Fios use DirecTV? Who uses their programming? I thought it was another one of the cable providers. Well, DirecTV is satellite, right? Yeah. Yeah. But, well, but I mean, when I, Fios I, first came to market, they didn't have like their own guide or anything or DVR or anything, Wade? Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. I don't know. If, if they use it, it's not branded as such. Because I have Fios, but I, I'm not really sure. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Either way, I remember they partnered with a satellite company. But um, so you're saying Comcast bought DirecTV and now no, no, no. they don't a- want a- it? A- AT- AT&T. Oh, AT&T. Oh, right, right, right. Comcast bought NBC. Jesus Christ. Which is why they Blade Runner is uh, happening. Yeah, and which is, which is also why, again, like NBC and Comcast are in the process of spinning up their own streaming service called peacock which is supposed to launch next year and it's it's like one of the things they talk about too like there's just like all this i don't unless there's some scrant like some secret sauce that they're not like it's not exposed like part of that so you know like apple's doing its own streaming service now apple plus right trace it's apple tv yeah it's called it's called Apple TV Plus. Well, so one of the things that they talk about, I guess, is um, Bob Iger, who is the president of Disney, is also on the the like the actual board of Apple. Yeah, and Apple and Disney have been have been they've always been like that. They've always been in cahoots. Well, no, but the thing is, is that um, supposedly Iger didn't know that Apple was launching their streaming service. <laughs> and funny. it's fun yeah because again like it's you know like their their brand their names are effectively the same and uh as dumb as it's like i this is weird saying this is weird having these words pass through my mouth mm-hmm. apple seems like the least trash streaming service as far as the yeah. terms are for its customers no, I can see that, but Apple's always, and I, 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 I actually come to their defense when it's when when it when 
it's justified. Apple actually cares about its consumers. I don't know too many companies that actually feel this way. Apple cares about their privacy and it cares about their experience. Like, like luxury car cares. Like they, it's it's the most important thing to them, and it frustrates people because they'll 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 lock you into their hardware, which of course it's because somehow they're still profiting off of their hardware. But uh, it, and I didn't want to jump this quickly onto it, but Apple is offering their TV streaming app, their their Apple TV Plus. <laughs> they're offering it for their desktops. Now, the reason that I find this an important point is I still know a lot of people that watch TV on a laptop. It actually makes sense because you have these smart apps and yell at me if you don't want me to change the topic, but I've been, I've been really wanted to cover this. Um, You have these smart apps on your phone, which is a little itty bitty tiny screen and you get Netflix and you get YouTube and you get it in an app experience. But the moment that you want your screen to be, you know, 15 inches, you're forced to either be on a television, which nobody wants a 15 inch television, or you're forced to be on a computer. And on the computer, whether it's a Chromebook, whether it's a, whether it's a a, a MacBook, whether it's, you know, a PC laptop, you have to open up a web browser and then just grunt through the process of trying to use their website. Now, most people are kind of okay with this, but the experience is completely different, right? The YouTube app versus YouTube.com is a completely different experience. And the desktop has kind of been left behind, even though people are still using it. Apple is actually offering their Apple TV app as an app on the desktop, which I really feel is unprecedented. I don't feel that any other, I mean, it's how Hulu started, but it's not how Hulu exists now. Don't you feel that like the creation of smart TVs have kind of made that obsolete? I would agree with you, Wade, if people weren't still watching TV on their laptops. I mean, like 50% of the people that I know will flip open their laptop and watch something on it, but there's no curated experience for it. You know what I mean? Well, There's no app that makes it easy to consume the content. You're right. You get the whole 10-foot interface with the TV. You pop in your Roku or whatever on your TV. But I guess my point, Wade, is that if the cell phones do it, why don't the why don't the desktops do it? What is it? What's so special <clears throat> about a phone and a television where they get a better experience for consuming television? Where I've where I would assume, and this is just a guess, is you can take your phone slash laptop slash. You also may have a TV in your bedroom. Um, mm-hmm. Your laptop isn't really mobile, so you can really, like, when I think of a lap or when I think of excuse me a desktop, I think of like, I think most people go to work on their desktop. I don't think they sit in front of their desktop to like consume television and things like that. They, they do though. Like, I mean, like you go to McDonald's, Wade. There's people <clears throat> sitting in McDonald's using their Wi-Fi watching TV. Like so many people do it, but nobody really talks about it. A lot of people oh. watch television on their laptops, I guess is I, my point. Well, that's because laptops are mobile. You know what I mean? That that was my point. Is that uh-huh. it's it's mobile, you can take it with you, like a desktop. Right. Well, like, I, I, when I say desktop weight, I'm using the term generically. Like you actually have a full blown computer operating system at your disposal. 
you have right. windows. Okay. You know, you see what I'm saying? Okay, but, gotcha. But, but like, it, have you ever tried to use the Netflix app for Windows? No, no. It's I, worse, or the YouTube app for Windows? Wait, it's worse. It's the worst fucking experience. Like, it is garbage. The YouTube app for Windows won't actually full screen the video. Like, it's fucking trash. But meanwhile, your phone YouTube app works perfectly. So I don't know. I, I guess I'm kind of going on a rant here, but the fact that Apple is offering their Apple TV app for the desktop, I find to be extremely compelling. Also, they're offering their uh, their Apple TV app for non-Apple devices. So you can, um, they're offering it for Roku and for the Fire TV, which is completely against the grain for Apple. So I guess I'm just trying to support Gunner's statement. <laughs> <laughs> from a technology perspective, because that's the point that I really like. Gunner's probably talking about content um, and, uh, term, and creators. Terms, terms of service, a platform too. But it, it, you know, I mean, like how long? How long did? How long did Netflix get stuck with? Because they needed that stupid Silverlight plugin to do their decryption. Yeah, you know, like it. it, it it's. Yeah. So, yeah, Gunner, what you're talking about is when Netflix first launched. They had no way to copy protect the content to the browser. So instead of waiting for the browsers to catch up or giving away their video streams without any protection on them, which you could just steal their shows, they leveraged like an Adobe Flash clone by Microsoft called Silverlight, which really made the experience terrible. But fortunately, you know, over the course of the years, the browsers caught up. They um, the browsers can now, um, it's called DRM, but the, the browsers can now, um, copy protect the content on the way to your, actually all the way to your, your, your computer monitor to that point. Um, and now they can't steal it. Um, sorry, I went off on a tangent about freaking tech, but, uh, really what we're talking about here though, is what is the business model for streaming going to look like five years from now? Right. I, I, yeah, I, I think personally, because uh, Disney Plus is doing epi epi weekly episode releases, they are not giving everyone the ability to binge. <clears throat> and, it, and it makes kind of sense, and I couldn't tell you if it's because we're wired this way or what, but, but from a context that they're that has been kind of pointed out by certain by media outlets, specifically the Guardian um, uh, article I read in the Guardian that Gunnar had found for us, if you think about it, and this is actually a perfect example, and I think it is, it, 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 there is some credibility to it. Look at Game of Thrones, right? Mm -hmm. Every fucking week, it's all anybody talked about was that episode. Yeah. And everyone was pretty much comfortable talking about it because if you, even if you didn't see it on Sunday, you could watch the one episode on Monday or Tuesday. Yeah. No later, though. Right. <laughs> Any later right. than that, then you couldn't cry about spoilers. But now you take Orange is the New Black, which some would argue. Um, and the numbers actually argue is Netflix's most popular um, original content. It dropped like two or three weeks ago. And then the following week glow dropped and it was like, nobody's fucking talking about it. Yeah. Nobody's talking about the orange is the new black. It, it killed it. It's like, yeah. because everyone could binge it mm -hmm. <clears throat> and people like to talk about, you know, right. It's a cliche, but at the water cooler, Hey, did you see what happened last night? People like to talk about, you know, what they experienced on their own and maybe get the perspective of somebody else 
and it's it's kind of interesting, right? Like, and you take sides, and you and it's and you discuss it. It's it's kind of important to human inter- interaction. It is crazy to think that like like a year's worth of production can be consumed in two days. Like, it is crazy. But you know what, Wade? It's how we consume movies. So you know, it's not like it's not like I mean, with with the exception of some some like sagas, it's not like the movies force you to come back a week later. No, but I mean, in all, in all fairness, unless the movie is some sort of groundbreaking um, advancement in in the in the media and in in, in in film, we're not talking about it. We're not talking about the movie like for like two months straight. Yeah, I, I I'm kind of torn on this topic <laughs> because I feel like Netflix satisfied the consumer's wishes, but what these articles are suggesting is that the consumer doesn't know what's best for them that we should be dragging out Orange is the New Black for weeks. First of all, I've watched the first, I don't know, what are they on, s- season seven now? What's, what season are they on? Orange is the New Black? I, yeah. That's a good question. I, I actually, I watched the first season and kind of I lost I was upset when uh, when Jason Biggs was removed from the show. I was, I started watching it because of him. Yeah. And he played like kind of this, it was almost like, it felt like a romantic um, a romantic comedy with him and and his wife, and then it, w- w- and she kind of had a path to make it out of jail, right? <laughs> she kind of may had a path to come home and be be his wife again, and not not be a prisoner. And the the turn that it's taken is that now we have Oz, <laughs> you know, the Oswald Penitentiary, an HBO show. We have Oz, where all of the characters, um, instead of being male or female, which is fine. It's a good show, but it's not Game of Thrones. And I, for Netflix to be known for Orange is the New Black, I think I think it, it's, it's going to make them lose viewers. Where I think that's a good argument, like, hey, people are going to come back and talk about it, is, is something like Black Mirror, right? Something that's so unique. Or Each Stranger episode Things. is like its own little movie. Stranger Things is an excellent example too. I feel. I feel that's a better, that's a better example than Orange Is the New Black. Orange Is the New Black. I really haven't been interested in it for years, and it's because there's no real resolve anymore. It's just about how much microdrama <clears throat> you can stir up inside a prison. And let's be let's be like let's be very very fair and, and honest. This is a Although we are three very different people, we kind of have similar perspectives. Like we really don't have like a middle-aged female perspective that I think that that maybe caters to maybe a little bit. I don't think it caters to one specific. I think everyone can watch the show and enjoy it. But I, I think like there are probably some, um, there's some things that are maybe a little bit more appealing. There. To- yeah, there's people out there that would fight us for what we just said about Orange is the New Black. But right. I'll tell you, my wife falls right into – right into that category and she she's right with me she's like i'm really have no interest in watching this right now it's not it it's not something that feels substantial when you're when you're done um at the end of an episode and let me i've i've followed some of the actors out of that show and i really like them can i pose a question to you yeah an experiment if you will Mm -hmm. if you could only watch one episode a week of orange is the new black Mm mm-hmm how many episodes would it take for you to stop consuming it? Where you were like, ah, you know what? I'm just done with it. I, I I think I don't think it would have changed me 
from a watching. I, I don't think it would have changed my viewership. I think where it does change though, Wade, is is the shows that I do watch weekly, I would talk about weekly. I think that's a good argument, right? It, it's the idea that they spent all this money on Orange is the New Black. It got four days worth of coverage. Right. Right. I think that's a good argument, but I don't know if the consumer is making that argument. It sounds to me like the network's making that argument, which is why it's a business model decision. It's how much money can we get out of Orange is the New Black? Oh, um, no, I completely agree. Like, I'm the consumer, I want to be able to watch it whenever I want. When, you know what I mean? But the yeah. fact is, is that I know with Crunchyroll and anime, mm-hmm. they have the model of they have weekly releases. Uh-huh. And I mean, Shauna and I, religiously on like Saturdays or Sundays, whenever we find the time, sit down and watch the weekly anime shows that we watch. You know what I mean? Like it's. And the other thing too, and I think this is, this is like a problem that's occurred as a result of streaming. I don't think it's what streaming was originally um, intended uh, to do, but it used to be the case where binge watching was something that happened accidental, right? You go and you buy the DVD set for for a show that's been on HBO for a while. And you go and you buy the first season. And you watch episode one and you can bleed into episode two or three. And now before you know it, you've been sitting in front of a television for four hours. It was kind of accidental, right? It's because you had the luxury of watching it on your own time. So what I used to do is I would watch one episode a night of these shows. To me, the binge watching was over the course of a week. But what's happened now is because you can watch it in a 24-hour period, people are, and everyone does. And this is where it gets strange. It's almost like people are forced to cram all of that content in those four days. And that I don't like. Like that, I right. and it's a personal preference because I remember with Stranger Things, like you guys had already watched it and I was like, uh, wait, please don't talk about it. Please don't talk about it. Right, like, right. I just hadn't had the time to to, to watch like but however to, many, uh, 12 episodes. And- to that point, it was one episode a night, sometimes two. It was not the entire season in the course of a day or two. You see what I'm saying? Now, right. we, but the thing is, is those, you know, you, uh, how many episodes per season of that show? 12, 13? I want to say something like that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, so we are done with it in the course of a week. So we do kind of fall into that, hey, four days and no one's talking about it anymore. Mm-hmm. So I guess in that case, maybe we are part of the problem. But I feel like Netflix listened to the consumer. And I have a hard time believing that they would switch. If they switch, I think it's more because the content creators are screaming at them, right? Like like. That like the um like the Duffer brothers that write Stranger Things are saying, listen, we only monetized off of this show for one week in July right. or whenever it was dropped. And it's it seems like they would be the ones screaming. I don't see the consumers upset. No, I don't I don't think this is a consumer move. I think this is a move as it's a business move to make the business more <clears throat> profitable to have people talking about your brand and your your different brands for longer you know what I mean? which is which is good business and so much tv is not binge worthy right right also so much tv is not worth talking about to your coworkers right yeah so that model that business model 
I see is staying as a strong point inside Netflix. If anything, they start adopting the syndicated shows really just to keep the content creators with them. <clears throat> right. Well, they're also well, they're also doing some different shows now. Like they're doing this like talent like a like a talent show. I think it's like a hip hop talent show. I know TI and um Cardi B are like two mm-hmm. ho- guests or two judges on it. And it's they're yeah. following the weekly format because was, they're, they're yeah. kind of taping it live like the week before. Right. With those it makes sense because <clears throat> because if whenever you have in my opinion whenever you have a uh uh, you know, a competition like that, the world knows who won the day the episode aired. Right. In the world built up to that in, in, in real time, like you have to consume it in real time. It's like sports. Yes. Yeah, no, it's very much like not sports, too many yeah. people watch sports. Like not, not too many people binge watch sports, you know, uh, and maybe, maybe if you really want to talk about business models, maybe that's Netflix's biggest flaw is that it has not even attempted to grab sports. Well, I mean, how hard would it be for them to, at least in the United States, how hard would it be for them to grab soccer? Um, even now, uh, even now, I think it would be very, very difficult. I think, uh, cause you gotta remember, uh, Disney owns Gunner. Does Disney own ABC? Yes. So, like, not like, like these mega corporations that are significantly larger than Netflix have these old, old ties with like, like sports, especially with the big three, like hockey, football, and baseball. Soccer, unfortunately, I think it'd be a little too, even now, it'd be a little too too late to the game because they're showing like Premier League soccer matches on Saturdays and Sundays. You know, and, and when when football's not on or baseball's not on or you know what I mean, like whenever the soccer season yeah. is, yeah, I think yeah. it's almost a little too late. I think it's like late, yeah. you might need some some niche kind of stuff, but yeah, I mean, like, could they buy curling? <laughs> I mean, there's got honestly be what I would go for if I was Netflix. Netflix, you want to give me a call? I'll, I'll I'll do a little consulting for you. Beach volleyball. Yeah, yeah, volleyball is a great one. Um, Fun to watch. The people are the people are the people are like half naked. You know, yeah. and they're they're all in shape, like, yeah. Now, with that, Wade, do people watch week to week, or is it more of a like a leisurely thing? It's just what I, I, well, God, I don't think many people watch beach volleyball, but it's usually when there's like major tournaments. It's like tennis, I think. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like when there's a tournament, people what, might might tune in. What if they jumped on board with some of the extreme sports? Um. I mean, I'm, they might I, I do now though because the Olympics has picked up some of them, and and ESPN I think yeah. still might have the rights to X Games. Although I don't, I, I feel like that might be defunct or going defunct. I'm not really sure. So, I, I you know, and I kind of I kind of think about this in my brain, not having like lateral thinking. So at work right now, um, they just got you follow me through. So they get they just got sports book betting, and. Yep. Part of that is now that like they're trying to get into this whole esports thing, so they're running tournaments at work. But you know, like, and I guess we're we're like, you know, maybe this is where I'm thinking. Lateral thinking is like, how bitching would it be if if Twitch did it? Like, if they got if we got Mutant League football and sport the sports like they did a, they did an update one specifically just to do dumb content like this because. 
I'm amazed, like, because the the misses will watch Let's Plays like a mofo, and you know that's not really my scene. What is but, Mutant mm-hmm. League football? Oh, it's this awesome football game for Sega Genesis that came out fucking. Well, so e- <clears throat> EA back, years ago, yeah, EA back in the day, um, had built like this really fancy engine to do their sports games in, but there was kind of like a weird lapse in the licensing one year, so they went back and used the same sports engine but built this whole like post-apocalypse doom scenario where it was actually like fucking monster <laughs> monsters playing extreme sports. So yeah, you know, it's like, Hey, I can run 60 miles an hour and have a fucking arm torn off and still continue to play. And it just, so who would be playing it? Like you say they should get mutant league. You mean like a video game streaming service where they kind of combine football and players? Like, I'm thinking, no, yeah. I think he's talking about esports in general, right? Well, I, like, I, I'm I'm saying that yes. So you talk about you you, you circumvent this because like there there is. I think I'm not, needs to stay away from football. No, no, but that that's that's the trick. And I guess the thing is is that because we're not gonna get we're not gonna get mutant league in real life for at least another twenty years. You know, until <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, to, you know, because like when eventually they're just gonna be like, you know what, we're just gonna jack her, and you know, like as as like the old as the old crew dies out, and it's like, yeah, maybe we're cutting people's life expectancies by thirty years. But I mean, like on the plus side, the guy can jump twenty feet from a standing stop, and just <laughs> it, 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 it's. I, Wade, you watch football. Do you have any interest in watching people play it electronically? If it was fucking um, Mutant well, League. So here's so here's the thing. If it was Mutant League, I would watch. But A, he's Gunner's right about that. But in, in all reality, there are a lot of people that watch like the Madden Bowl, like that that follow Madden tournaments. Like Madden's like there's that there's a there's a there's a community for that, for the esport. Like people yeah. playing Rocket League Madden example, like people, right? Rocket League is a great example of an esport that you could you could you could you could potentially stream. Rocket League is potentially like number one, right? Like number one when it comes to that kind of competitive, competitive like like based on a sport. It's loosely based on a sport. Right? Yeah, but who else is shooting balls and goals um, and getting that many streamers? No, I mean the rest of the stuff essentially would be like PUBG tournaments, mm-hmm. Modern Warfare, or uh, excuse me, um, Call of Duty tournaments. Right, which um, are which are less like tournaments. a sport and more like, um, more like a video game. Well, it's definitely they're all yeah, it's a video game, but the, like there's like some, there's some, there's some, there's definitely some strategy. It's not like this physically fucking impressive thing, right? It's a dude sitting at a desk, but yeah. when you're watching what happens, kind of like someone will do some crazy shit and it'll work out once in a while, and it's kind of like. Is he fucking nuts or just a, or is he a genius? You know, it's kind of now you're gonna you're probably gonna hate me for saying <clears throat> this, but I think football is extremely boring. So if I combine that with video games, which I think are like more boring than real life sports in a lot of ways, I realize there's a lot of ways that they're more interesting. It seems to me like like watching somebody play a video game version of football. It, it sounds it sounds like like what I would consider hell on earth. Well, yeah, but I think that that is kind of um, I'm not trying to call you old, Trace, but <laughs> but I'm going to kind of call you old on right, this right, one, like right because a whole bunch a whole bunch of young people watch this. 
Yeah, I mean, there's it's it's it, it's a growing. It, it's not getting any smaller. It's not it's not going away. Yeah, I guess right? what like, I'm saying, Wade, is that is that it seems like it it seems like f- football, right? S- specifically football. Um, that football are it, it's like it's like a like a pocket of a pocket, though, right? I mean, you got people that really like football, which is a good portion of our country. Um, but then the people that want to see that streaming seem like a smaller pocket. Am I wrong? Do people that watch that watch, um, uh, you know, PUBG also watch football? Um, uh, yeah, I, football, I, think, I mean, Madden, <laughs> like, Oh, like Oh, electronic. Madden. Yeah. No, you're no, probably not. I mean, I don't think so. You know what I mean? Like I don't want, I don't stream when I, when I do do any, like when I get onto Twitch once in a while, I'm not watching Madden. I'm typically watching right. Either I'm either I'm I'm either watching for a new game that has come out to see if it looks like trash or not, because so, then I might buy it. Mm-hmm. Or you know I'll watch somebody stream. I have some streamers that I like that play like they play like PUBG. They play um, sometimes they'll play like Overwatch and stuff like that. Like de- depending on the game, but it's mostly I'd say probably I stream probably PUBG the most just because I'm kind of hooked into the community. Yeah. Um, now with Mutant League, what was special about it? Was it just the characters looked cool, or did it, was it? Well, way it more was just cool? like you could. There were like cheap, like dirty plays. Like you could pay the ref, oh. and you could like, like you could use a spe- like you. Every every team had just like you have timeouts in a in a game, which they did have timeouts. Every team had like one or two like dirty plays that they could use. Like you could like kill a player on the other team or something like that. Or like, <laughs> <laughs> if I remember correctly, I mean, Gunnar, correct me if I'm in, correct me if I'm wrong, no, but I, I believe you're that. You're on track. Kind of like- yeah. It, it just, <laughs> it was, it, it was a thought experiment of, okay, everything that would potentially ruin this game in real life, but would be super rad. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. And it's like, okay. Let's try. And, let's try. And, um, let's let's try and create a framework that can contain this as a rule and make it a game, a playable game, still. But like, um, but like you know, talking about like the like the Game of Thrones thing and people coming back, right? And people talking about it week after week. Like, I feel like a lot of the shows, and of course, this is my own personal bias, but that's mostly what I speak from. Um, I feel like a lot of the shows that I watch. It doesn't make a difference if I watch them like one episode a week or I watch like I binge watch the entire season in a week. Like a lot of them are so specific that I'm not going to bump into people that watch them anyway. I mean, don't you feel the same way about anime, Wade, or or am I completely off the mark? I feel definitely similarly about anime, um, but I do think that like I do think that Stranger Things. Yeah was just as popular i would yeah. say as game of thrones and it should have been talked about for just as long as game of thrones yeah 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 um yeah i can see that although game of thrones is such a complex world right stranger yeah. things is to me a much simpler um the characters the you don't need to know as many characters i feel in stranger things so it seems like there's a little bit less there's not Stranger Things didn't have all of the politics, corruption, and backstabbing. Sure, that's true. Um, and Stranger Things also really only sus- you only have to you only have to um, suspend reality a little bit to watch that show. Yeah, most things are the same as they are here, minus this portal to the upside down. Whereas <laughs> Game of Thrones, like like 
they kind of start off that way. Like, eh, you know what? We, um, we live in castles. There's no such thing as electricity. And you're like, okay, I don't really like time, time period based shows. And then a little bit of magic shows up and you're like, wait, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> and then dragons. And you're like, whoa, there's fucking dragons. Um, and then the gods and all of that stuff. So I feel like Game of Thrones had these layers of complexity that almost, you almost had to talk about it. You know what I'm saying, Wade? Sure. Like, yeah. I like, I, I need to talk to you about house Baratheon today and let's talk about house Baratheon because, because I don't get something. And does this guy really have his balls chopped off? And like, there's so many, like there's so many things that you have to understand about the show in order to absorb one episode that you almost need to talk about it. Yeah, but I, I mean, okay. Like Star Wars almost. Eh, Walking Dead's another example like of, you know what I mean? Like Walking Dead is, an, is a perfect example, but Walking Dead is, has, has always been syndicated. They've never switched. Right, right, yeah. right. It's, and that's, would you prefer to watch Walking Dead syndicated or would you prefer to binge watch it? Um, I've always watched it syndicated, so I'm a bad example. Yeah. Um, well, I shouldn't say that I binge watched the first season and I loved doing so. Um, but you know, what's a great example of what you're saying, Wade? See, I I guess my point is that game of Thrones is on one extreme where you have to talk each week about it. Like it's kind of what carries the show. Right. Uh And stranger things I feel is kind of on the other side where it can, you really don't need it. It would help. It would help the merchandising and it would help the publicity of the show if it were being syndicated. But I don't think that the viewers are really benefiting from it. Um, Where I think is right in the middle. I think this is a great example. And actually um, a director from my, from my, my, uh, my old job uh, brought this point up. I started watching lost on Netflix. Right. Okay. Yeah. And, it's it's like 125 episodes. I mean, it's a fucking marathon. I don't yeah, know if either of you guys have done it. Stuff. Yeah, I've not watched the entire thing, but I I watched like the I watched into season. Oh, I don't know, like season five or six or something like that. Yeah, and I was like, I was I was like, you know, maybe halfway through, and I stopped her, and I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with this stupid show? It's gone nowhere in like in like you know like like. 12 episodes, right? Yeah. She says to me as she says, what you have to understand is when that show came out, every single episode was a work conversation. Yeah. Everyone was coming to work and they were talking about what was going to happen the next episode and how this person got here and, and trying to figure out things that just didn't make any sense in the show. And I think that's a, I think that's a good point. That reinforces the syndication argument because you can get a show like Lost where where when you combine the whole thing together, you're fucking lost watching it. Right. When you are dragged on episode to episode, you're like, oh my gosh, what's going to happen next? And I feel like a lot of syndicated television lives on that like that draw, that mystery, that suspense at the, the end of each episode. And Netflix is missing that. Netflix almost is like, we don't want those types of shows because we, we don't want to, we don't need to bring you back. It's just going to play the next episode automatically. We don't need to put you on your toes at the end of every episode. But that said, Netflix has a bunch of that content because they've licensed it. Right. You know, friends and lost. And um, what was it that I read about Seinfeld? 
Netflix completely purchased the entire show. <laughs> well, they they, they, they locked down that? exclusive streaming rights for like yeah. five years or something like that. Yeah, five years. Jesus. Click, 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 click. That's a that is a. Well, you know, because what is it? The, the 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 dumbness. Like, so supposedly Friends was one of the most frequently streamed shows on Netflix and then part of like why it was a big deal when they lost it but it's, it's just like I don't know it's ironic that we talk about all the streaming yeah. stuff and I don't watch television period <laughs> I watch a lot um, we are uh, we are we're pretty well past the hour mark here yeah yeah we do you want to like? Do you want to keep going? Do you want to just, or? You just turn the switch off? Bye. Yeah. <laughs> Later. Click. We're done. We're done. Fuck you. Fuck the listeners. Um, fuck out. all thirteen of you. Yeah. <laughs> Peace out, guys. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> no, I, I, I don't know. I, I love the topic though about. I mean, number one, everyone can relate with television. I know we cover Netflix, we cover YouTube a lot. Everyone can relate with television, but this idea that this big game changer is coming in, um, and that they're kind of focusing on the old model. I think it's an interesting topic. I think that I just think they're too Disney's too big, and that's how they've been doing business forever, and they're just not going to change. And they, I, you know, they got to figure it out. Well, like Disney knows. They're like entertainment's entertainment. I think I feel like Disney's got it figured out. Yeah, I'd say the same thing if they didn't have a Jeff Goldblum show. Gunner, go ahead. No, I think, you know, and that's and that's assuming that Disney's Disney's uh, not going to experience massive existential changes in the next two to three years because there is multiple investigations and in whether they've committed widespread accounting fraud and. You know, like that, that they, yeah, the, no shit. That, 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 that whole, that whole thing is literally the house of mouse is literally just a house of cards and they've been kiting. Che- they've been, buy- they've been kiting billion dollar checks for the last 10 years. I predict in five years that, that Apple and Disney merge their streaming service. I predict in 10 They're years. They're already buddy, Apple, buddy. Apple, I, predict I predict that they merge them. I predict in I predict in five to ten years that uh, Apple ends up uh, consuming Disney. Oh, that would be interesting. Hmm. Then it's just Google v- Google versus Apple. Uh, I'm everyone else got consumed. I'm fine jumping into the next topic if you guys are. Um, I'm also fine shutting up. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna cut it off here. I'm gonna make the call and cut it off here. I think we've we've, we've got long enough. <laughs> we've got long enough, and we'll have topics for next for next episode. All right, cliffhanger. We've got a couple of topics for next episode. They have to do with biology and science. Oh, I wanted to science. talk about Larry Ellison. Wow, and Larry Ellison versus Uber. Yeah. So here's the question: That's is, a, is, is that Larry Ellison the actual original Larry Ellison? Or is it just a Larry Ellison that they decant from a tube every five years? Yeah, he's a biomechanical. Um, He looks like him, though. I mean, like you got to remember that he's older than Donald Trump. 
Mm-hmm. That's, That's crazy. And like he looks and like he, he's in his like late forties, early fifties. And, and he owns the Comcast of software companies. He owns Oracle. And he owns a Hawaiian <laughs> island. Yeah, and you'll learn more about this on our next episode when, of when, Friendship Snake. When was the when was the last time somebody got excited about Oracle? I don't like. I don't know. You I don't mad. see tech that counts, guys right? around with Oracle shirts on. What's that? I mean, I get mad. Angry is an excited state, Gunner. You're correct. Oracle makes me furious. Oracle makes me furious. Yeah, that that make, counts as excited, right? They make yeah. me furious too. Fucking all right. <laughs> which, it looks Weird. like the Opera browser logo, <laughs> which also looks like the Overstock.com logo. I can't tell the difference between any of them. That is true. They're all just red O's. Speaking of red O's. <laughs> <laughs> So, Redos, I'm going to punch you in the eye. The stop signs are red. And we, with that, we are going to stop the stream. <laughs> Everyone, thank you for listening. We do have topics set up. And uh, like I said, the owner of Oracle and the creator of Oracle, if you will, we'll be talking about him next week. We're going to talk about some uh, medical advances uh, that are, that are kind of currently taking place. And um, I don't know, some other stuff as well. And uh, if anybody has any suggestions or topics you would like us to cover, please uh, leave a Leave a comment uh, on our Facebook page. Oh, one more we thing, will... Wade. Yeah, yeah. It's about Oracle. I'm just kidding. Oh, um, God. <laughs> no, uh, uh, last week's episode hasn't been published yet. So uh, people that are listening, if you're listening to this episode, check to see if you've missed the previous one because uh, I'm going to double publish these. Uh, my computer had an issue, so I'm a little bit behind. I, people like to play the latest, and I've realized that when we double publish, they never play the previous one. So play both episodes. Alrighty, Gunner. Peace. Take ride, us out. Ride, ride this, ride the snake. Ride, ride the snake. Ride the snake. <laughs>